Welcome, everybody, to a special episode of the That Kind of Nerd podcast, episode 49.5. That's right. If you haven't seen Batman versus Superman, don't worry. We're not here to spoil it for you, and we know there's other things going on. So we have Jeff Thomas here with us today, along with Brian Thornton. Yeah. If you guys are new listeners to the podcast, thank you for coming along for the ride for this episode. Please make sure to go to thatkindofnerd.com, check out the amazing articles and the stuff that we're going to talk about today. Uh, Also, make sure to check us out on social media. We'll give you all the links for the end of the show. So um, let's let's just get into this, man. Let's just start it off. It is April, which means that it's time to do our April blockbuster. That is the movies that are coming out in the month of April. Uh, Brian was nice enough to compile some of the the big hits that have be coming through. We want to give you our opinions on them. So I just imagine like a lifetime thing or like one of those <laughs> time life music things where it's like Brian's going to compile all these different <laughs> in one box set for 1995. You can watch all these trailers whenever you want to, and hear a never before seen track by Dean Martin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a racist, I swear. All right, anyway. <laughs> so, uh, let, listen, let's start off with some, listen, not a whole lot of hits in April. April looking pretty uh, light. Depends on how you define hit. Uh, let, let's let's get into it. Let's get into the nitty gritty. Let's talk about April 8th. The first movie of April is Hardcore Henry. Yes. We mentioned this when we talked about Deadpool. Because the trailer um, was before Deadpool. Jeff, I'm actually really interested to hear a gamer's perspective on this film because I think it looks like garbage. Um, okay, so my thing with Hardcore Henry is I fear that it's going to be Doom, and I hated Doom. Um, the movie with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. It's Dwayne, please don't call what, it The Rock circa? Johnson. You make that joke every time, and I'm pretty sure that's not what he goes by. That's okay. <laughs> so I just, I just have to say his name as Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Um, but I, I like the way it feels from the trailer, except I'm a little hesitant. I'm probably going to see it, uh, maybe not in theaters, maybe after the fact. So this is a first-person shot movie, so it looks really just like a video game. Uh, it looks like a GoPro camera attached to somebody's head. The cast is a guy's name, which I never can pronounce at all. He's been in 18, District 9. Does anyone know his the correct pronunciation? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I... I, I... Do not. Well, I do. I kind of. I kind of. That do. was the biggest lead what up the to fuck? the biggest not. That is not the answer. You don't. It, it's absolutely the answer. It's. I know exactly what you're talking about, and I have to pull up his name on IMDb. Um. Oh, you're talking about Charlotte Copley. Yes. Okay. There you go. You're welcome. That's how you pronounce it's a, it. It's a. It's a household name. Yeah. It, uh, it's a South African. Listen. <laughs> it's so funny because there's there's people I, I respect massively uh, who are reviewing this movie early who are like, this looks so great. I think this movie looks like underdog shit. This is a great short film. This is a great short film, not a full-length feature. I absolutely agree. I think it's a cool concept. It's something you do for like a half hour and then it just stops being cool this, after that. This would it, be really cool if it was like a VR film movie. It was a 360 view and you could look around and like shit. Like you could use your Google like cardboard Jason that Statham. nobody uses. What the heck? What is the movie Jason Statham's in? The uh, Crank? The thing with his heart? Crank. Yeah. yeah crank. Like a Crank sequel or like a Crank revamp for this would be cool. Yeah, but... Because um, you would actually see it from his perspective. I'm, I'm going to pause. So, Brian, there's another movie out for April 8th. What are we talking about here for the second uh, movie? For it that? made me so sad to put this on the list. Uh, the Boss starring Melissa McCarthy and the love of my life who apparently had a lapse in judgment when she signed for this movie Kristen Bell and Peter Dinklage 
Ah, uh, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. <laughs> no, hold on, what's Jeff to do? He does it. He does it great. Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. I could go on for the entire um, thing. This, so this is about a movie um, about a woman who is like the Oprah Winfrey of the world, and then has no She's money. She's more like the Donald Trump of the world from what no, I No, that's not fair. She actually has a soul. Um, <laughs> she actually has hair too. <laughs> right. Um, down on her luck and she's trying to be a normal person and get it back. No, this movie looks terrible and I like Melissa McCarthy in some things. This is the stuff I don't like her in. I do not like her Hard at all. pass. These are like throwaway comedies that we get every fucking year. <laughs> I, I will not say hard pass only because my love for Kristen Bell does outweigh really? my hate for Melissa McCarthy. I will not see this in the theater. I would watch Kristen Bell in those commercials for I don't even know what I, the hell it was. This, but any any all Samsung the time. product. Yeah, Samsung. I will but, just loot those Every single time you're reminded that she's married to Dak Shepard and you can't have her. Yeah, what a lucky bastard. Anyway. Know, right? Um, it hurts my soul. Let it go. Let it go. If you would like to see the movie, the job, I mean, the boss, I mean, um, you're probably the only one. So enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Let, let's move on. Cause it hurts my heart. Every, the longer I look at this trailer, it's I have, screen. I have changed my mind on the movie that's coming out for April 18th. I'm sorry, 15th. Uh, and that is the jungle book. Um, yes, this looks fantastic. So I saw the tra- a better trailer, I should say, for this movie, uh, Batman v Superman. And if you want to hear our opinion on Batman v Superman, go check out episode 49. Based on Rotten Tomatoes, you'll like our opinion. <laughs> anyway, the moral of the story was there was a trailer for Jungle Book And it beforehand. was phenomenal. This little kid, the kid that's playing uh, Mowgli in this movie, can act really well. This kid can act. Um, it, that's actually what changed my opinion. Uh, seeing that this kid is not just a, a little kid surrounded by CGI. He's just, uh, he's on a green screen. This kid is, he better be able to act. He's got nothing but a green screen around him to, to react to. So, uh, it changed my mind entirely. ScarJo, I love ScarJo. ScarJo is the love of my life. Okay. Uh, plus Bill fucking Murray. Is it okay um, with you that she's a, a manipulative snake in this movie? She plays Ka. I own a ball python that's six feet long, and her, his name is Ka. So I'm all about something that. tells all me if ScarJo it. wanted to be a manipulative snake around me, I wouldn't say no to that. So, yes, I'm OK. <laughs> she would manipulate your I'm okay. <laughs> oh, I wasn't going to go for that. <laughs> but if you say it, that's a different thing. I didn't say that. Honey, I didn't say that. No, my wife will never listen to this podcast, so it's OK. Your, your wife doesn't listen to this my show. My wife doesn't listen to this podcast. So, uh, listen, uh, what do you guys think of the Jungle Book? I know Brian's been on it from day one saying, yeah, good, good, good to go. What about you? Jeff? I um, I saw the first trailer i i kind of like it i love this whole aspect of disney going live action i'm excited for beauty and the beast um but that's just because i love disney so i'm just gonna approach it with an open mind i mean all i needed to see about this movie is it's directed by john favreau dude and the the man has not directed what it's such a weird John Favreau is a director. Besides it, Swingers and stuff, it may still be a weird concept for you, but he's been doing it for a while. Doing it for and a forget long about time. who is who is Shere Khan? Is that Idris Elba? That is Idris is that Elba. Is Shere Khan? Yeah, I, th- I love that. I love ben, that. Ben Kingsley as Bagheera, and you, obviously you got Bill Murray as, as Baloo and Christopher Walken as uh, King Louis. The cast in this movie is phenomenal. Yeah, you can't not have a great movie with that kind of cast behind that kind of direction. Um, I mean, John Favreau's done some great stuff, just not even just the Iron Man movies. He's done Elf. He's done uh, what was it? Uh, was it Zathura? I, I mean, forget that he's directed a plethora of movies. He's done I a think bunch he's done Swingers and Iron Man, and that's it. He does he, a lot of movies. He, he's great. Uh, so I'm excited for this movie. Sounds 
sounds like a good movie. Definitely something that's on my uh, to watch list. Probably not opening weekend, but I'll see it at some time. Here's a movie I'm still on the fence about. Uh, uh, co-star of um, of Batman v Superman, uh, Kevin Costner, and uh, Dead Deadpool himself, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. and Wonder Woman. Um, Dead. Well, listen, when we talk about BV Superman, when we talk about BV Superman, let's let's acknowledge what was good and what was bad. Uh, Ryan Reynolds from Deadpool in this movie called Criminal. We've we mentioned this uh, a few episodes ago when the the initial teaser came out. I don't know how I feel about this movie, but something inside of me really wants to see it, and I don't know why. It almost feels like that um, – what the hell is the movie where the guy goes back in time to stop himself? Looper? Uh, Looper? Yeah, Looper. I love Looper, so hopefully I'll like this movie. I probably won't see it in theaters. I, I might actually I – might, I might try to see it in theaters. I'm probably going to see Jungle Book first, but I'm really excited about this movie because, listen, Kevin Costner – I think everybody's forgotten the fact that he, this guy's a badass. Like, he is pretty good. He's he's a great actor. He can pull off action. I mean, the man's in like his sixties, and he can he's still doing it. You can just tell from the two trailer. words: Wyatt Earp. Wyatt Earp. Mm-hmm. Um, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Like in the nineties, like that was his bread and butter. And except for Waterworld, we don't touch. We that. we don't talk about. Am I the only person who didn't like utterly <laughs> despise Waterworld? Like I I actually enjoyed Waterworld. No, it's a, you're you're a terrible human being, CJ. You are in the minority. More proof, more proof of your <laughs> communist. You're the silent minority that doesn't admit they like Waterworld. Um, my M- my MK also <laughs> training said this would happen one day, so I I just I guess maybe I gravitated towards it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm super excited. Uh, I I think this will definitely be a movie that. Like maybe one of the weeks in in April or or probably not May, but maybe one time when it's Stimulus Tuesday. I, I have I've already seen Jungle Book. I I'll think what's see so this. cool to me is the the concept of this because it, it ideally right. I I don't think Kevin Costner was their original actor, but the more that they talked to him, and the more that he like probably pursued this, the better of a fit it felt of like a guy who is is done with the crime life. He's just he's too old to do it. Uh, he's he's too well known and he's just too down and out. And getting the the memory of a really hardcore criminal and then being that guy again, it seems it seems a pretty cool concept. So, we I, again looks interesting. I probably want to see it, so I probably will. Let's let's move on to the the next movie, which is a uh, barbershop. The next cut, April fifteenth. How many barbershop movies does this make? This is the third one, if you're not including the spinoff, which was Beauty Shop. I will Queen, include that. Queen Latifah. So then that, that's four in, in the barbershop universe, as, <laughs> as we'll, we'll say. They've been, is this a full cinematic universe? It, it is, I mean, it, actually, it's actually, it is. It probably yes. has a more cohesive story than Batman okay. Superman. <laughs> let's, let's, uh, let's, let's lay off BVS for the rest of this episode. Anyone else have any BVS jabs they want to get in? No, I was going to say the same thing. Jeff just go beat me to it. check out. <laughs> go check out episode forty nine if you want to get that opinion. Let's steer clear of it for the rest of the the episode. Um, L- listen, I'm not a fan of these type of movies. I- I've never been a huge like Friday and um, Welcome Home, Roscoe Jenkins. Yeah, and like don't don't be a menace. Like I'm not. I've never been a huge fan of this type of comedy, but it, it obviously it has an audience. And it's a big deal. I mean, that this is the third or fourth one, so obviously they make money. Um, I'm sure it'll be enjoyable. It's just nothing that I would see. All right, let's move on. April 22nd, we have The Huntsman, uh, Winter's War. So, f- hold on. Before Jeff is shaking his head in disdain, before you shake your head, My- <laughs> Snow White and the Huntsman was a great movie if you take Kristen Stewart out of the movie. 
take her out. She of wasn't the movie. even in a whole lot of it. Take her. She wasn't even that yes, bad. She wasn't. That was a movie that I would say she's better in that, than almost everything. The fact that she's still roles. a turd doesn't change. Uh, who cares Hold about on. the prequel here's, though? That's here's my what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. You ready? This movie has no business being made, and I will not see it. Oh, I'll definitely see this. Maybe not in the theater, but I, I definitely will. Listen, why is Emily not, Bunt Elsa? Why is she an evil Elsa? I I can't answer that. I want to see Emily Blunt all the time, every day. No, Edge of, of my Tomorrow, life, especially awesome from Emily Blunt. This is a terrible Emily Blunt. Listen, the the best part about Snow White and the Huntsman was Charlie Theron's performance as the Queen, was Chris Hemsworth as the Huntsman, and and leave it there. They shined as individuals against Kristen Stewart. I, I think this could be good. I think it could be at least at least enjoyable and, and worth a watch. And what's your face from Game of Thrones is in this movie, right? The one who played the the wildling. No, that's not. Oh no, no, it's this is the girl from um um Jessica Chastain. Thank is, you. Is the Zero Dark Thirty it. and um yes, yes, and Interstellar. Listen, I will be a stalwart defender of Kristen Stewart's acting potential and say I I liked her portrayal of Snow White in that movie in that given universe. I will not probably be seeing this in theaters just I because just, I hate prequels. Uh, oh well. This movie. Well, let's move on to a movie that I know CJ I is going to I am so goddamn excited for the this is the movie of the month for me. I don't care what anybody says. Keanu, Key and Peel doing a movie about a fucking cat that was taken away from them. I mean, it it looks like the um the plot of uh oh shit, what is the movie with Keanu um Oh, John, John Wick. Wick. John Wick. <laughs> it's John Wick, but turn into a comedy with a cat, and the cat's name is Keanu. Come on, do we not get the joke? It's awesome. This looks. I so get the joke, but I, I do not do not like Keanu. No, this is so good. I do not nope. like Peel. Will not be seeing I don't, this movie. I don't think this is a good call for Keanu after John Wick. This, <laughs> like, he needs to do another serious. This role. is, he, I mean, in my opinion. Keanu's the. You cat, got John man. Wick two coming out though, uh, Jeff. So I'm excited. For oh that. yes. Anyway, Keanu looks amazing. This is, to me, the movie of the month. I, I Listen, I think you guys are going to be wrong about this movie. It's going to be a, a, biz, a big success because whoa, whoa, it's going to shine CJ. in April. Whoa, whoa, CJ. You were right about one thing. You can't just no. like automatically think you were don't right. You, no, no, no. Don't you. Don't you, don't you were, dare. You were, I'm just saying, you got lucky once. Lucky Let's one. What about your award? Your award is still in the mail. <laughs> All right. It's not <laughs> arrived I was right so, about Star Wars too, you bastards. Uh-huh. Sure. Okay. Again, well, we're, anyway. Uh, Jeff, are you going to see this movie? Um, nah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Nah. I mean, it depends on Ooh, what my friends say, honestly. Your friends are going to say this is a good movie. There's going to be nothing to do at the end of April. You've got nothing going on in your life. You're going to go see a movie. Nothing mm, else I, good is going to be out. Keanu I do have something at the end of April, and I think Jeff might be right in the next seat next to me. I'm excited for the Ratchet and Clank movie that comes out that oh, same day. Yeah. Except where the hell is the marketing? I don't think. I, I I've saw seen one trailer. For this. I've seen a trailer for it, it, but I don't. I don't think they need a whole lot of marketing because I really don't think. No, they do. Listen, people don't even know this movie name. is coming out. People do not know this movie is coming out. Um, yeah. I know it's coming out, and that's all that matters. <laughs> not to bring up Batman Superman again, but when I saw it the first time, my buddy Tim said, "Do you guys even know about anything with Ratchet and Clank?" And I was like, "No, I mean, I know it's coming, but when? Like, what is the?" The answer is April 29th, Jeff. So you and me at the theater. Let's go see Ratchet you and Clank. You guys go see I'm Ratchet excited. and Clank. I'm going to have a better time with Keanu. I never owned a PlayStation uh, until PlayStation 3. I never played Ratchet and Clank. 
I have no attachment to him. CJ. I don't care about CJ. This movie. Yo, you're can not we just helping all one out. You're not helping your argument that you're not a communist. <laughs> <laughs> like I played please. Nintendo and I played Xbox and I didn't own a PlayStation. So you went from a great system to a mediocre system. Uh, That's fine. There was whatever. There was GameCube in there. (laughs) Come on. There was GameCube was kick ass. Um, Can I just say? Can we pour one out for PlayStation Two, which officially (sighs) took down all of their servers today, today. April April first. And it's not an April Fool's joke. It's really (laughs) disheartening. (laughs) Um, Jeff, really, what were you playing on the PlayStation Two servers? I don't even know where mine is, to be honest with you. I mean, I still have mine hooked up, but I'm not playing crap online. So here's here's the the movies that uh, I I will not be seeing because this is this is a, a, a much longer list. I will not see Hardcore Henry. I will not see The Boss. I may see The Jungle Book. Uh, I'm just gonna do them all now. Uh, probably see Criminal, No Way Barbershop, No Way Huntsman, Keanu. Hell yes, not gonna see Ratchet and Clank. What about you guys? What is your your list of movies looking like? I'm, I'm seeing I'm seeing Jungle Book definitely, and I'm definitely seeing Ratchet and Clank. The rest of the stuff can probably like Huntsman and Criminal. I mean, uh, maybe I'll see it. May, You're not gonna see Criminal. You're not gonna pay down even five dollars to go see Criminal. I know. Well, you. now that you said that, now. Now that you said that, I am most definitely going to go see it, CJ. Oh, okay. Um, You're going to go spend money on a movie out of spite? Is that what's going to go down? (laughs) Yes. That's how this works, I hope you're not disappointed because Ryan Reynolds and Kevin Costner are in it, so I hope you do well. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be good. Let me ask you Uh, the rest. The rest I'm either hard. I'm I'm either hard passing on, or I'll wait for uh, DVD or stream or whatever. So let me ask you a question. As a person who didn't grow up with PlayStation and Ratchet and Clank. How big of a deal is it that they're getting a movie? I, I think it's a pretty yeah. big deal. Um, that was one of the main franchises. You know, obviously PlayStation doesn't have Crash Bandicoot that much anymore. Um, but Ratchet and Clank was a huge staple. I mean, let's put it this way, though. If this movie does well, I mean, a Crash Bandicoot movie can't be far behind. All I need to hear is Ooga Booga, and then I'm good. <laughs> like, I would go see a Crash Bandicoot movie. But I, I just hope that they don't. Uh, transformerize it in the Michael Bay sense. Um, it's just fun. Like, just have fun with it. Not super action. Just it. It, be it looks the game. like it looks like a lot of fun. It looks like it has a lot of heart. And I mean, they're doing this this year. And I know Sly Cooper is coming next year, which was one of my favorite PlayStation Two franchises as well. So I, I think this is a huge deal for. A, I mean, really, a, what what was Ratchet and Clank? What developer? Do you remember? Uh, I honestly don't know. Offhand. I mean, but but really, um, a video game movie based on some something like this, like a platformer uh, that really doesn't have a hard driven story. I mean, it is a big deal, right? Uh, and Sly Cooper, in some respects, is the same. It's like a platformer that was a 3D platformer when it first came out. Its comp- competition was Mario mm-hmm. at the time. So I mean, yeah, I, I I'm totally in love with this idea and i that's why i'm gonna go see it it's insomniac games high impact games and uh sony computer entertainment was the publisher so it's actually so like some, some pretty episode. small studios to be able to do a, a full feature film and and i know the same story with sly cooper is that it's not like a huge gaming developer um i just couldn't it, let someone in their car who was screaming at us go unfulfilled <laughs> <laughs> Our apologies for not knowing 2002 trivia of PlayStation developers at that point. 
uh, in some um, But yeah, I think it's a big deal. I'm really excited for that movie. Okay. So yeah, I'll definitely see it in the theater. Do you think it's something that you can take all kids to, or do you think this is lost on you if you don't play PlayStation? This will be PG. This will be PG, so take your kids to But I mean, like, is this the same crowd that you could go take who saw Wreck-It Ralph, or is this... I think so, yeah. Okay. So I, I think, you think, this I think that's what they're trying to, to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you think is the biggest movie that, that will be coming out in April? Of all these, which one is the big one? Well, it's the one that's going to steal the spotlight from everybody else. Jungle Book. Which will which will steal the box office? Or uh, spot- well, who, who, who's <laughs> going to steal the box office? Who's going to get the box office numbers? Jungle Book. I would say Jungle and then, Book. But then, Jeff, do you think someone's going to take the spotlight? Do you think there's a sleeper cell? I think uh, Criminal. I think Criminal is going to be badass, and um, I'm excited for it. So that's one movie I am excited mm-hmm. for. Well, listen, fans, please go to thatkindofnerd.com. Check out Brian's Blockbuster article for April movies. Uh, Check out what's coming out. Share your thoughts about what movies uh, are worth your time, which ones you think we need to skip. And if we missed any movies that are not on the list but you think there should be, tweet at us. Leave a comment at the article. We'll definitely make sure we address it on the next episode. So please go ahead and, and check that out. So uh, there's a reason we have uh, Jeff on here and not uh, Josh right now. Um, besides the smooth, smoky voice. I was going to say, is the beard alone <laughs> better than Josh's beard? Oh, I would oh, venture to say maybe. That's just not fair. It is a pretty mm. glorious beard. Josh is actually doing some hardcore research as to how hoverboards can become a reality and how they can avoid manure in the event of an emergency. <laughs> so uh, we brought Jeff on to... Because there has been some fantastic news or rumors or I don't know what you would classify this as. Statements, rumors, a little, little bit, bit of all about cross-platforming in gaming. Uh, Xbox, PlayStation, and PC maybe getting all connected into this. So Jeff wrote an, a, a wonderful article that's called Cross-Platform Gaming, The Future? Uh, Question mark? I tried to leave it open-ended. Um, so I, w- I want to get uh, – Jeff, I'm, I'm not a huge gamer – I obviously know this is important, but holy shit, tell me what's going on. All right. So the big deal right now is, you know, for years, gamers have had one console or the other console or they played on PC. Now, uh, Microsoft just released a statement. I believe it was like uh, March 16th, um, if I'm not mistaken. I have to go back and look. But it was around the middle of March and they were like, hey, listen, we're going to um, it's it's more of a cross networking uh, than cross-platform itself. Um, but basically, all the servers for sp- certain games are going to be interconnected through different consoles, which I think are, I think this is the future of um, competitive gaming and casual gaming as we know it. Because um, as I reference in the article, it's like, where did we all get our start? We all got our start in our friends' basements or in our friends' living rooms playing against each other on the same system, right? Yep. Um. And now to branch that out and to have people who love Xbox, who love PlayStation being able to fight each other, I think this is brilliant. I think it's a great um, not only marketing strategy, but it also lets everyone. So this and this is – go ahead. Go ahead, Brian. Well, I mean – and just to add to that, I mean this is something that gamers – I know I have been looking for and asking for for years. Just we we – don't want to have to buy an Xbox just so I can play with Jeff because we really want to play Call of Duty together. Um, I can buy a PlayStation and still play with Jeff. And, and that's something that's been a demand that they just have not either been able to address or refuse to address for the longest time. And I, I, it's a huge deal. And I really hope that, you know, there's, that it's, there's some validity to this. 
um, because it, it's going to change everything. So Microsoft is the one who made the statement for this. And and, and, and I guess Correct. initially it really was not necessarily the fact that PlayStation and Xbox are going to connect, but the fact that, hey, listen, Xbox and PC gaming cause Windows to Windows – this is going to be easier than than you guys think well, it's going to be. I, I, I and wanna, this was already sort of a thing. Yeah, I want to I want to say thing. one thing is that like I'll play Street Fighter Five online and I'll be playing with people who are playing on their PC, right? Uh, and it'll tell me whether they're playing on a PC or a but console. But it's coming through more franchises and through more game titles. It's the availability that's, of this that's the big bigger, thing, right? Uh, and, and I think it would be great if we can add Xbox to that mix. So, just so be- so where is PlayStation coming from? Has Sony actually said anything about this? Have they gone on the record about this compatibility? In a cursory sense, um, I, I was actually when I was writing the article, I was not able to actually find a, a specific state statement from Sony, um, but they did release that they were willing to do this in some kind of press release or whatever. I just couldn't find the source material, um, but it is confirmed that they did say they were willing to try this. Um, so hopefully they will. Be. So is this going to be uh, something that we can do for every single game or are we foreseeing this to be in a, a rather small catalog? I'm seeing it more so uh, – the game was that they originally talked about was Rocket League, which is a – if you haven't played it, it's on my uh, best games of 2015 countdown. It's amazing. Um, but it's it's very competitive but fun at the same time. It's a game that's easily accessible to any system or, or PC, um, and everyone has access to it. So they were talking about Rocket League first, but hopefully it will branch out into other competition as well. So if you could pick a franchise right now, you could pick a game that you would love to see this cross-platform system go through, what do you think would be the biggest impact? What is the biggest game that would probably blow the, the lid off the minds of everybody who would see this? In my opinion, uh, in 2016, if they if they started this stuff with uh, Bethesda's Doom and ID, I should say as well, Bethesda and ID, uh, I think Doom would be a great game to start this as a launching point because first person shooters have always been great, and uh, you know they it's a lot of fast paced action, and everyone loves fast paced action, so it's one of those things you can just easily pick up, play, and uh, have fun with it. Yeah, I think if you do this with any first person shooter. It, it would be a huge deal. Those That's where all the online playing is, a lot of it. I mean, you have just a ton of people who play the Halos and Call of Duty and that kind of thing. And, I mean, a lot of them are available on both systems. Maybe not Halo, but every single Call of Duty game is available on both systems. So if they ever got to the point where they could create a server that could support all of the consoles... I think it would be amazing. So that's – I mean and that's the question. So there, there's two things, again, as the the non-gamer nerd that I, I have questions about this. Uh, a, how come this didn't happen sooner? B, what do you need to do to make it a reality? And then C, do you see any downsides to this becoming a, the, the future of gaming? Uh, there will be more 12-year-olds telling me that they did my mom. <laughs> But you'll be able to kick those 12-year-olds' asses if they're on PlayStation and you're on Very Xbox. Very true. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Um, I'm on PlayStation. Hang on. Well, uh, well, never mind. I'll speak for myself. I'm my, on Xbox. Uh, my uh, signal agnostic uh, <laughs> life here. No. So, so why hasn't this happened before? What was the holdback once we got these quote-unquote next-gen consoles? Why hasn't this happened until now? Biggest thing has been exclusives, in my opinion, um, and that's that's what this last E3 was all about. And this is why I crapped on PlayStation because all they did was promote exclusive titles. And I'm like, that's not the future of of where the the gaming industry is going. We want to all be interconnected. We're all gaming fans. It's all about how we can interconnect versus how we can separate ourselves, uh, be it Xbox, PC, or PlayStation. Um, 
so yeah, like I, I feel like this is the future of this, and we're gonna we're gonna breed tournaments between Xbox. We're gonna breed tournaments Xbox, Sony, and PC. Except the downsides, as you mentioned, CJ, are that PC gamers will always have a slight edge, in my opinion, as, after having played competitive gaming. So, what actually needs to be done now? So now that we've got you know Microsoft saying we're, we want to do this, and Sony saying eh, we're kind of open to the idea, um, you know, this sounds like maybe just like setting yourself up on a blind date. What needs to happen now? Now that we have this this in in place, I think licensing is the biggest thing. And um, if if you know, like you take a franchise like Brian mentioned, uh, Call of Duty, um, a lot of different companies have the licensing to Call of Duty to make games for Call of Duty or Black Ops, whatever. But Sony released at E three. You know, they're going to have what Black Ops? I think it was Black Ops three or no? Um, the heck was it? They had one release that was like really paramount, but I can't remember off the top of my head. But they were like, we're the only console that's going to have that, um, which I think is the only thing standing in this way. In the way is of the console exclusive. Yeah. Yes. But I mean, from a technical um, standpoint, is there anything I need to do as an owner of these consoles or, or a PC gamer that to get ready for this or to, to actually make this happen? Hopefully the actual manufacturers will have <laughs> more to do with that than you have to do as a console owner. Um, the manufacturers really need to do server stuff like Microsoft and, and Sony and PC all need to or and Mac, as you guys maybe. And who, who knows? But they all need to have servers that function. Um, and that's the only way this will work. And then there's a totally nerdy aspect, hearing that part. Uh, another uh, announcement that Microsoft made, I'm not going to spend too much time on this, it's just feeding into your idea that Microsoft is actually more willing to do this. They just started putting more open source and Linux uh, services into Microsoft without having to jump through a big hurdle anymore. So I know they're working on being open. Here's my question, I'm, and I'm curious in the perspective of both of you here. My biggest complaint right now with gaming is the runaround and and the half-assedness, in my opinion, of releasing a game and having to pay for DLC. We talked about Battlefront, right? Where you need, really, to get the full experience of this game, have to spend not only $60 to buy it, but then another $60 for all this downloadable content. Do you see this as, again, another thing? Hey, download the downloadable content to get this, or here's an an extra monthly fee on top of Xbox Live or or PlayStation Network to do cross-platforming? Do you think they're going to capitalize on on this monetarily? After you, Brian. After you. Uh... Because you like Battlefront, from what I remember. Yes, you were like, <laughs> spend 120, you dick. <laughs> I do enjoy Battlefront. I, I Listen, I, at the end of the day, it's a business, and they're going to try and squeeze every last penny out of everybody they possibly can. Um, whether that's going to potentially ruin something like this, it it, it definitely could. Um, but I, I, I don't... I think there's got to be a way to marry the two ideas of giving the players the experience that they want and still making the money that we need to. I'm that's just my, do you, but hold on. I, I, I appreciate your answer, but I didn't really hear a clear answer. Do you think that the average day consumer is going to have to pay to get cross platform gaming? And can you opt out? Um, I, I think probably at first, at least, yes, it's probably going to be some sort of additional fee, uh, to your, playstation account or to your xbox live account in order to enable cross play i mean as it is i can't play with anybody online unless i have one of those accounts and i'm plucking it down you know 50 to 60 bucks a year to do that i think they most certainly will see this as an opportunity to be like hey upgrade your membership for an extra ten dollars a year and you'll be able to play with everybody 
Jeff, what, uh, so yeah. Jeff, what do you I, think? Do you think this is an opportunity for them to squeeze a, a couple pennies out of some gaming nerds? Um, I think yes and no. Um, would I necessarily participate in this if um if I was you know told I had to pay an additional twenty dollars a year? Probably because I have enough people that I know that play on PlayStation when I currently don't have a easy access to a PlayStation. I would be willing to do that. But, you know, that's a very specific case. I don't think overall, though, that they would be succeeding in this whole cross-networking, though, if they made it part of a higher subscription. Um, the point of this is interchangeability and accessibility for everyone. And you know what? We already pay for PlayStation Plus and we already pay for Xbox Live. So to screw us again is just going to push people out versus bring them in, in my opinion. So at the... At the end of that, right? So we finally have this. What do you think? I mean, what, what's what's the future of this? What's what's the next step after we're able to cross play with each other? What is the thing that comes after this in five years? Um, with Xbox's release, that they're using cloud servers now to power a lot of uh, game design. I think this is a brilliant st- like shoot off. Um, you're going to have bigger games. In my opinion, you're going to have better RPGs for the RPG audience. You're going to have more accessibility for the first-person shooter audience. You're going to be able to fight people who talk crap on you. Uh, say you got a buddy at work who plays on PlayStation, you're, you're on Xbox, and they're like, well, I kicked the crap out of my friends, and then you go school them on Xbox. You know, this is this do is you the thing. See, do you see exclusive titles, though, becoming less and less frequent since? Absolutely. I think it's a good thing. Um, exclusives were never, you know, I, I, Nintendo aside, I loved Xbox and, uh, I love PlayStation individually for certain things, but to be able to just have one or the other, I don't It'd like be nice. idea. I think it's funny accessible. is that, that Nintendo is missing from this conversation. Now, obviously as the Wii U sits as of right now, there's no need for them to even bother being in this L- discussion. Listen, Nintendo will never have to participate in anything like this because, they you want to talk about exclusivity the only way i could play mario or link or animal crossing or pokemon is if i get a nintendo system they will continually make money just on those four titles alone they don't need to participate in anything like this and honestly and pokemon <laughs> honestly nobody on playstation wants to play mario kart that's why i have a nintendo so i i I don't think they even need to be entered into the equation of this. They have their own thing. They got the, the Nintendo Knicks coming out that they've been teasing for a while, which apparently has some sort of connectivity with PlayStation 4. They haven't really announced or, or said anything besides the fact that it it could work or it might work. Um, and I think that's, you know, already kind of breaking the bubble that they don't really need to break. It, it's Nintendo. They are the god among gaming. All right. Don't give me that look, Jeff. Fair enough. I don't. I don't. I would not classify Nintendo as a. No, come on. No, listen. We and we talked about this before. They are handheld. Nintendo can what for twenty five years. Nintendo can lose a quarter million of dollars, quarter million dollars every year until twenty fifty two before they actually had to declare bankruptcy. I'm I'm pretty sure Nintendo is going to be fine, Jeff. Are they innovating? Yeah. That's my question. Are they innovating? Pokemon Go is your answer to that. Are they innovating? Oh, I, I know of a crowdfunded game that I might write an article about soon called Father.io that's doing the same thing. Well, but I mean, but listen, Pokemon. if you want to talk about Nintendo innovating, <laughs> no, 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 no. Now, Jeff, you know, poke the bear. Hang on. <laughs> oh, listen, I'm ready. Listen, that bear, you, you can't say me. that they. Let's go Leo DiCaprio. Listen, you this. can't say that Nintendo isn't innovating anything because before there was the Kinect and before there was PlayStation VR and before there was the Move. 
Nintendo came out with the Wii. And that and kicks, how did that work? Listen, no matter how much you like it or anything, they started that whole motion controller. They did. They started it. So, I mean, how, listen, whether it was, how many games currently use motion control for a, a core value of it? Yeah. OK. How often do you use your connect on your wonderful Xbox one? I, lis- I listen. I turn <laughs> hey, my Xbox. Uh, hold, on, okay. hold on. Family, family, <laughs> hold on. I will say this, though. I, if you look at the scape of, of, of VR, right, you look at the Oculus Rift, you look at all these things. It, seriously, if it wasn't for Nintendo showing that people love to play bowling in their living room with their grandparents or that they like to, to do that. Listen, VR was going to come but, out, though. Right, 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 VR right, right, was right, a but, thing but, a long, but they're long using, time They're Nintendo still Wii using pieces of that technology from the Wii to get that experience in there, the capturing my, the motion. I guess my point is someone else would have but developed it. But you know what, it. though? But they didn't. You can't, you can't did say that. that. You can't say that with full and certainty. Nintendo, and Nintendo I, did. I can. But that's the problem, Jeff. They did, and Nintendo did it. So, listen, this was a very exciting topic that I wanted to make sure that, that we brought up to people. I think cross-platforming is important. I also think it's a great way to start and some you know gamer hate uh, amongst people you know these platforms have become very polarized it's it gets kind of like politics essentially between you have a playstation you have an xbox we dirty all- microsoft users <laughs> and that's why pc always wins. um so <laughs> there's a lot of things on there uh now a, a question I, I i didn't see in here is steam does steam have any doing with this are they talking at all Steam's always been an accessible platform, so hopefully they will. That's just to include some of the Mac brethren who just won't buy a PC for whatever reason. I feel like they're going to follow suit if anyone does, you know, if they do. So exciting times, right? We've we've got a huge potential to change gaming forever. Uh, It's something that we've wanted to do since the Atari came out. We wanted to be able to play with other people wherever they are. Right, we finally got that capability, but then we started putting up walls and barriers between paywalls, between consoles, between all this stuff, between the fact that hey, I'm I'm glad you really liked playing your Xbox, but you can't even play this game if you wanted to with the exclusive. So seeing exclusives kind of break down a bit, seeing these two companies who have been rivals for years uh, open up to maybe allow their their users to do cross platforming and game with each other, just again strengthening the gaming community. Uh, breaking down some stigmas and and giving people the opportunity to to choose the console they want, but still be able to play with with their friends. I think it's important. I think it was a, a good thing. Please go to thatkindofnerd.com. Check out Jeff's amazing article, cross uh, cross platforming gaming the future, and uh, and see what you say uh, about this. I think it's a it's a pretty <laughs> awesome thing. Is that how you ask questions? I do. I should I should add an ellipsis before the question mark. I think that would the future is that is that what you wanted? Dot 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 cross platform gaming (laughs) the future. Um, Anyway, so guys, uh, this is a very short episode just because uh, we spent a lot of time with Batman vs Superman, uh, and we wanted to give people who haven't seen it a little uh, piece of the nerdy world. So please go to thatkindofnerd.com, check out Jeff's article, check out the trailers that Brian uh, put down for the blockbuster for April. If you have any additions or things uh, or opinions that you want to share, share them with us. You can find us on Twitter at thatkindofnerd. You can get us on Facebook, on Facebook, 
facebook.com slash that kind of nerd. Uh, you can call us, have your voice on this show. Tell us what you think about cross-platforming gaming. Is this a good thing or is this a bad thing? Do you think this is going to maybe hurt the gaming community? Maybe you're in that mind. Uh, give us a call at 484-373-4119. Again, that's 484 373 4119. Uh, I do want to thank Jeff for coming on to this episode uh, to give us some gaming news uh, in, in Josh's absence. Uh, I know that we greatly appreciate it. Thank you, Brian, for putting the blockbuster together. And I'm just here to let you two yell at each other, but not actually slit each other's throats. So thank you so much for <laughs> Listen, making us. If we wanted it done, it would have been done a long time ago. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> thank you so much, guys, for making us your walk around the neighborhood or your drive to work. Please go check out episode 49 if you want to hear our opinions on Batman versus Superman. Uh, I think you're going to find the conversation to be electrifying. Uh, we will see you guys next week, and Josh will be back for episode 50, by the way. So if you guys have been enjoying our podcast, we definitely would like to hear what we can do to be better uh, for episode 50, and we'd love to get some fan reactions. So thank you so much. I'll see you guys next week. 